Yo, this is Sam's Sports Podcast. I'm Sam Rosenberg. It is Tuesday, May 30th, 2017. How's everybody doing? Um, Getting on the microphone, preview the NBA Finals. It's on. It's on, baby. It's coming up to us. It's uh, this Thursday, June 1st, ABC, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. 8 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Mountain, 6 o'clock Pacific. I'll be watching 8 o'clock Central because I'm uh, here in Austin, Texas. Really enjoy this Central Time Zone. For long-time listeners, you guys know how big of a fan I am of the Central Time Zone. The Central Park. Um, so, this is part three. Warriors, Cavaliers. It's not a not a particularly large surprise. Um Certainly a lot of discussion regarding the uh, parity between the uh, teams in the NBA this year as once, a, well, maybe not once again, but it was a romp. It was just a collision course between the Warriors and the Cavaliers, and we got what we wanted. We're going to see it. Um, uh, all of the uh, TV stations are losing all kinds of revenue to some degree with uh, the situation of not having any games. I mean, we've been off for a week now. At least, well, almost a week. I guess Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals was uh, Thursday of last week. And now, um, you know, now it's been, geez, six days. It'll be a full week before we actually get another game of basketball. Um, but I'm excited for it. I'm jazzed. I, I want to see it. Uh, I mean, this is really, in my opinion, going to be the most exciting playoff series of this entire playoffs. Nothing has really had as much anticipation or fanfare as this playoff matchup. Um, I'm really interested to see how things are going to shake out now that we've got, a, you know, the Cavaliers. I mean, should we start talking about the Cavaliers or should we talk about the Warriors? I mean, I think the Warriors are the better team, at least this year. Uh, Kevin Durant... As I've said in prior podcasts, he is an upgrade from Harrison Barnes. I mean, that's the understatement of the year. But Steph Curry is doing what he does. He's hitting shots at the right time. Um, you know, I don't ever know if he's been the most brilliant defender out there, but he's been clicking and scoring right when they needed him. And Durant is filling in as that kind of other huge guy because Klay Thompson has kind of disappeared. Klay Thompson's been shooting very poorly in the playoffs. Um, you know, the heroics that we've seen from Klay Thompson in years past have not been there uh, this playoff run, but they haven't needed him. And so, whereas he's always kind of been the number two guy next to Steph, you know, a lot of that scoring has been going to Kevin Durant. And this team, they don't give a shit. They're just winning right now. And, you know, if they need to put Durant and Curry on the bench to get a rest and their B team is Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, they're going to take that any day of the week. Um, I think Klay is going to have a breakout game. I think there's going to be a game where Cleveland has to do everything and throw everything in the kitchen sink at Steph Curry and Kevin Durant to slow them down, and I think you will see a Klay Thompson game. I think it is not out of the question whatsoever to see a game where Klay Thompson scores 38 or 40 points and, and wins a game by himself. Um Draymond is still going to be a menace. I mean, that's the real thing is that Durant and Draymond Green, I just, it's going to be hard for me to see how Cleveland is able to lock them down and truly silence them. 
Um, you know, I, I don't. I'll get to Cleveland in a second, but it, those guys are going to get theirs, and they're going to dominate, and they're going to really create havoc. And hopefully, you know, hopefully Draymond Green doesn't kick anybody in the balls again, or hit any, or whack anybody in the nuts like he did last year. I mean, I can't believe we're talking about that still, but that's. I mean, that was kind of the difference maker between them possibly winning the championship. Uh, but I think, you know, we're going to get a, a full dose of Draymond Green. I think it's going to be um, intense for the Cavaliers. Um, but to, let's just go deeper into this Warriors roster. Um, let's go into both rosters. But um, the Warriors, so now let's go beyond the superstars and see, you know, where you could possibly see the weak spots in the Warriors team and how Cleveland could get at them. Um, Zaza Pachulia, I don't, he is not Andrew Bogut. I think that Tristan Thompson is gonna is gonna cause trouble for Zaza, and I think you're gonna see Draymond Green having to step up more because Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love, I think, are you know Kevin Love has really been playing some of the best basketball he's he's played yet on this Cleveland Cavaliers in his entire tenure with the Cavaliers. You know, I really think Kevin Love is playing his best right now, and some of that is his post play, um, and he and Tristan Thompson have really been pretty, you know, you know, a, a pretty strong force in the post. And Draymond Green and Zaza are going to have to fight that battle. And I think Zaza and JaVale McGee, you know, their defense is going to get tested. And those guys, they could really get pushed around by um, Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. And um, I mean, who else? Uh, what, who are some of the... Uh, those are... You see, I don't see too many other big bodies that Cleveland's going to be able to throw at them. But... You know, this is where guys like David West, David West could play a very big role in this series because he's a guy you can throw out there and throw on LeBron. Like, he could guard LeBron James, I mean, at least to some extent. I don't know if he's going to lock him down, but he could go out there and get a few fouls and, you know, guard him for five, ten minutes. Um, let's uh, let's continue to look at the world. Let's look at the Warriors roster. Um Iguodala is, again, probably going to play a pivotal role. His health is going to be important because, I mean, if he can't stay healthy, that's a, that's a serious problem. I mean, he was missing a few games in the prior series. Uh, and then you need to also start looking at guys like Matt Barnes and Ian Clark. Like Ian Clark, Patrick McCaw, these guys are going to need to... They're going to have to play pivotal minutes. I mean, Sean Livingston is, going to, is of course, going to play pivotal minutes. But McCaw, Ian Clark, these guys could be heroes. They could be essential X-factors in a particular victory for the Warriors. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Now, the Cavaliers, let's jump to the Cavaliers. Let's, let's assess both of these teams before we start mixing and matching the matchups a little bit. Um, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love... LeBron James, they've looked as good as they've been this entire time they've been together. Kyrie Irving really has this ability to score. You know, he, I mean, he kind of reminds me at times almost like like a Monte Ellis or like a Ricky Davis or just just takes terrible shots that always seem to go in. Um, but, I mean, he's he's been the best at it than any of those guys. I mean, Kyrie Irving is truly a, a, a scoring force. I mean, he is a real monster when it comes on the offensive end. Um, Kevin Love's ability to hit, you know, these three-pointers and get get a post game. Like, this post game that Kevin Love is doing is like throwbacks to his days in Minnesota. And his ability to really do a turnaround, you know, kind of hook shot. I mean, these are things that he just... 
has never he he hasn't flexed these muscles since he's come to Cleveland, and now he's finally doing it. It's really showing off his stuff, and it's uh it's benefiting the Cavaliers at the right time. You know, for the first time in a long time, you can truly say. Kevin Love in the fourth quarter is a good thing. Like, he's playing legitimate fourth quarter minutes. Um, Kyle Korver is coming on exactly when they need him to. I mean, he is really doing what he needs to do. He's been, dude, where's my three-pointer? I'm going to bring back those old Ashton Kutcher references, man. I mean, it's funny. Ashton Kutcher's fame has dwindled a little bit, but Kyle Korver is still hitting open threes and contested threes um, and, uh, you know, possibly going to win a championship with this Cavaliers team. He's doing his job. Uh, but you also got guys like Darren Williams. Darren Williams has been a huge pickup for this Cavaliers team. I mean, when you need a serious point guard to come and be a floor general, when Kyrie Irving and you know guys like J.R. Smith and LeBron are, are actually taking a breather or need a little bit of a rest, but still need to stay out there with the Kevin Love, you know, Darren Williams has been fantastic in that role. Um, and of course, Shumpert, J.R. Smith. I mean, this is in a lot of ways still the same team. Um, I think it's interesting how Richard Jefferson was a major part of this rotation last year, but now you're sitting here going, you know, where did Richard Jefferson's minutes go? I mean, I think they went to, I think they went to Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love is getting more of those minutes. And I think that, um, Kyle Korver is getting a lot of those minutes, and he's more of an offensive threat than Richard Jefferson is. Uh, not to say Richard Jefferson can't hit a jumper, but uh, Richard Jefferson isn't the same, uh, you know, defender. I think, uh, or isn't the same scorer like Kyle Korver, and and you know, is I think a little bit of a better a better defender than Kyle Korver, but his offensive presence just gets. He just gets Corver more minutes because most of the defense is not going to need to be shouldered by Corver. It's probably going to get shouldered by LeBron and you know and company and other guys like J.R. Smith and Shumpert, like other guys who are out there are going to be defensive presences. Uh, you know, and and in a sense, uh, Ty Lue is going to need more. He's going to need more scoring. That's why you're going to see a little bit more of the Kyle Corver out there. You know, Channing Frye. And Richard Jefferson, I love their their podcast, Road Trip, and I've been listening to it a lot with Allie Clifton. Great, great podcast, but the truth is these guys are out of the rotation. I mean, Channing Fry is coming out there and playing Garbage Minutes. I, I heard them have a great commentary about the etiquette of Garbage Minutes. It's really, it's definitely worth a listen. Um, but Channing Fry would know a thing or two about that since he's been playing Garbage Minutes recently, and you know, Richard Jefferson's played a little bit here and there, but he's he's kind of doing a lot of Garbage Minutes now. These guys... You know, James Jones, Dante Jones, RJ, Channing Fry. these guys are not really in the rotation. You know, it's it's really, you know, LeBron, Kyrie, Love, Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, you know, Darren Williams. I mean, it doesn't get much deeper than that. It, it really, and Kyle Korver, and Kyle Korver, like it doesn't really get much deeper than that. And that's, that's a little bit of, you know, another thing that gives me pause about these teams. So now, okay, we've looked at the rosters. Let's actually jump into the matchups here. So I think in a lot of ways, LeBron isn't afraid of Kevin Durant. I, I, we're going to see, you know, this is, this is, it's a little unspoken here. This is the second time Kevin Durant's ever been to the NBA finals. And I think this is really what he wanted in a I mean, listen, who knows what... I think Kevin Durant wanted to play with a good team, but listen, 
they all at the at their hearts want to win a championship and this is the first time since 2012 Kevin Durant's been has gotten into the into the NBA finals and is possibly sniffing a championship and and is favored. He's on the team that's favored to win this championship so they need to take down LeBron and his crown. Um but I don't think LeBron has any fear of Durant, and I really want to see the two of them go up against each other because those two guys are going to actually play honest defense on one another. Um, I don't think you'll see them playing defense on each other the entire time, but that's going to be a matchup worth watching in this series, just like the Steph Curry-Kyrie Irving matchup is going to be out there because I don't think Kyrie um, respects Steph Curry. I think that both of these Cavaliers players, you know, they both have this feeling like, you know what? We beat you guys in Game 7 on your home court last year. We can do anything. I really think it's it's kind of like a, a huge-ass pissing contest like that. And now you've got Golden State restocking with guys like Kevin Durant and, you know, Matt Barnes. Like, Matt Barnes is going to come out there and start some shit and get a few technical fouls in one of these games. Um I think you'll even see some of that coming out from some of the guys on Cleveland, too. Like, maybe Derek Williams gets thrown out there just to fucking foul somebody. Um, but the continual weak spot that you got to come back to with Cleveland is the defense. The defense, the defense, the defense, the defense, defense. Now, I do think that they've got some offensive weapons just like Golden State, but Cleveland's defense is just not on the same tier as Golden State. Golden State's ability to rotate, their ability to really guard any position. I mean, the fact that they just don't really lose much of a step on the defensive end with any of their players. I mean, right down to you know, Patrick McCall and Ian Clark. I mean, half the reason these guys get any minutes is because they can play defense. And then, you know, you look at their superstars, and I would say probably maybe one of the weakest defenders is is Steph Curry. Like, I would I would say Durant and Draymond and Klay Thompson are better defenders than Steph Curry. And that's no disrespect to Steph Curry. I think he's a great defender. It just shows you how tenacious on the defensive end this Golden State Warriors team is. And we're talking about the defensive end. The offensive end, they can do just about anything they fucking want. So when you put them up against a team like Cleveland, where Cleveland can shoot the lights out, they are, you know, a LeBron James surrounded by shooters team. You know, in a lot of ways, they are kind of a, you know, really like a souped up superstar, you know, fancy pants, amazing version of the Houston Rockets with James Harden and just a bunch of shooters, only they actually have defensive players on their team. Tristan Thompson is a real post presence. LeBron James is a real defensive player. You know, Kevin Love, well, Kevin Love, they got guys. J.R. Smith, Shumpert, these guys have a real defensive presence and they can play major minutes in an NBA Finals and have been there before and know what it's like. Um, God, to think they got Shumpert and J.R. Smith in that deal with the Knicks. God, what idiots the Knicks are. Um, but back to the finals. Again, I still think these guys have a defensive presence, but when you start throwing them up against the Warriors this time around, the Warriors this year, even though the Cavaliers are better this year, I still don't think, I just don't think it's going to be enough to take down this Warriors team. I think the Warriors can make the Cavaliers pick their poison. They can they can say it's either going to be Kyrie or it's going to, you know, we're going to let Kyrie and James do everything and we'll still beat you. Or we'll just let LeBron do everything and we'll shut down the rest of your team. And I think, you know, with Durant, you know, with David West, I, I think these guys, Livingston, you know, even with JaVale McGee, like I think JaVale McGee, 
is going to figure out a way to give, you know, to make trouble for Tristan Thompson. Not all, not the entire series, but enough that it's going to get underneath his skin. You know, the Warriors are going to be able to steal a couple of games. I think, you know, I, I don't know if, I don't know if Cleveland can steal home court. Like I could see them going down 0-2, going back to Cleveland for game three. Um, listen, my, my formal prediction, my formal prediction is, uh, is the Golden State Warriors in six games. I think LeBron James is enough to steal two games. I th- Well, at least one game, and then I think another X factor on that Cavaliers team is enough to steal another game. But this time around, with Kevin Durant, the team they have, the way they've been playing, and, and, and listen, I'm not even bringing up Steve Kerr. The fact that Steve Kerr is probably not going to be on the bench. Mike Brown's going to be on the bench, and I don't fucking like that at all. I don't like it at all. I, I don't... Listen, when you got to make in-game decisions right there on the spot, I don't trust Mike Brown like I trust Steve Kerr. I just don't. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest strikes against this Golden State Warriors team right now. But Mike Brown's not on the court. He's not inbounding the ball. He's not taking the shots. You're going to have Kevin Durant and Steph Curry doing that. And you know what? If push comes to shove, Draymond Green or Klay Thompson or fucking Sean Livingston or Andre Iguodala, all of them can hit that shot. And now you're going to have LeBron and and Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. All these guys can hit that shot, too. This is going to be a star-studded finals, but I'm loving it. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I, uh, I'm i excited to watch this. This definitely has more flavor for me than uh, the 2007 Cavaliers-Spurs finals. That one, oof, God. Not worth watching. Not worth watching. Um, okay, I th- that's about all I got for my NBA finals preview. Uh, listen, I... Uh, just needed to get back on and uh, and chat a little bit. Sorry, this wasn't the greatest podcast. I feel like I'm already judging it now, but uh, you know, it's been a it's been an intense week. Had a couple of couple of job interviews didn't go my way. Broke my finger. I told you a couple of weeks ago. My finger's still busted. God damn, really taking a while to heal. And uh, you know, it's uh, Memorial Day. It was a good weekend, but uh, back to the grind and you know, just missing the sports. Trying to make more of this. Trying to get on this microphone, talk a little bit, talk about interesting stuff, interesting things, feed my sports habit. But it's tough. Once the NBA Finals ends, it's just going to be, you know, I'm sorry, no offense, it's just going to be baseball. Yeah, I know the Stanley Cup Finals should be ending around now, but there's just going to be baseball. And baseball, I mean, even the World Series, is it's exciting, but it's a long time from now, man. There's just a lot of baseball and... There's no Olympics this year, and uh, just things kind of, from a sports world, they really slow down. Have to come back and, you know, talk about the Eagles, and, you know, hey, I like their their wide receivers. They just signed LeGarrette Blunt. I mean, they actually got some studs on the team. Let's see if it actually equates to victories. Um, plenty of football, lots of teams to talk about. Um, but, uh, you know, just with the end of the NBA Finals, it's a real slower time for at least Sam Rosenberg, the guy who's the NBA and NFL fan. You know, the only thing I really look forward to is I start gearing up for like uh, fantasy football and football season and the summertime. Thinking about, um, thinking about, I think I'm going camping with a bunch of uh, buddies of mine. Going to go camping up uh, in upstate New York. Haven't seen him in a while. Ben and Joby and Jonathan. Jonathan Hopkins had him on here to talk about some Spurs basketball. Oh, man. Spurs had a great year this year, Jonathan. It was a tough one, man. Seeing Kawhi Leonard go down to the Western Conference Finals, that was tough. Um, 
But uh, yeah, just trying to keep my head up, trying to feel good about life, about things, about getting on the microphone and trying to reconcile the fact that people have been telling me I've got a radio voice and I should be on the radio for a long time and this is the closest thing I've been on to a radio. Well, it's not true. No, me being on me being on uh, 610 AM sports in uh, Philadelphia, that was me being on radio, literally. I was literally on the radio. Thanks, Dad. Thank you, Voorhees Veterinary Center, for sponsoring that amazing opportunity to launch Sam Sports Show. That's right, Sam Sports Show. Short-lived, did it, been there, done that. Sam Sports Podcast is what's going to have to live on. Uh, keep living on. As soon as I get some advertisers, I'll advertise something on this show, but uh, got no advertisers yet. That's right. Nobody yet. Not enough listeners. But uh, for those of you out there who are listening, thanks, man. And gals, guys and gals. Listen, I'm watching Master and Nun now on Netflix. Really, really good. And check out F is for Family. I, uh, I'm excited to check out season two of F is for Family. Just dropped today. A lot of shit just dropped today on Netflix, man. They're dropping lots of stuff. They should sign me up, man. Get Sam Sports Podcast on there. Be Netflix's first podcast. I don't even know how that would work, but whatever. Netflix is into everything. Might as well, right, guys? All right. Um, I'm rambling. I'm done. Enjoy your evenings. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Like my Facebook page, Sam Sports Station. Follow me on Instagram, Sam Sports Station. Follow me on Twitter at uh, Smithface Jones. And email me at samsportsstation at gmail.com. And, uh, Listen, I'll be back soon. Talk more basketball, more football. I'll always be here talking basketball and football. I'll always be here talking basketball and football. All right, listen, guys, enjoy yourselves. Uh, I'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.